They were there to plot his death. It was a passion of theirs to get rid of the one who had come to bring this message of the subdivision of theirs that actually fulfilled what Moses had brought to them. And the last of this time, uh, the trial, they finally found a way to eliminate this man on the end of the way. So we find the story at the end of the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew 27, 11 and 26. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Yes, it is as you say, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief, chief priests and elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, Do you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even a single charge. To the great amazement of the governor. Now it was the governor's custom at the feast to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when the crowd had So they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Who do you want to release for you? Jesus? Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah. For he is he released that it was out of jealousy that they had handed him over. While they were sitting in the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with the innocent man, for today I have suffered a great deal because of a dream about him. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus killed. And the governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what should I do with this Jesus who is called the Messiah? All of them said, Let him be crucified. Then he asked, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that nothing that he could do nothing more, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took some water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. Then the people in the hall answered, His blood be on us and on our children. So he released Barabbas to before them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. So that's the story from the Gospel this morning. And I'm going to introduce to you the man that was. I want to tell you a story about him. And I'm going to bear it some of the things that I'm going to do. This morning, I'm going to tell you a story that is a mix of scripture and a mix of fiction. I ask your indulgence to let me tell you this story. The character and the person of Barabbas is not all that clear. We know about what, what we know about Barabbas is given to us in the four Gospels. The basic facts are as that Barabbas was in prison for taking part of the rebellion against the Romans and for murder. What we may know about Barabbas is that he was real good with a knife. One of the major things we learn about him is that he might have been a national hero. Saw a movie about Robin Fire last night. 
to me that the whole population of the United States made heroes of those two. It could have been the same case with this man. One of the minor things we know about Barabbas was that possibly his name is son of a rabbi. He's a preacher's boy. There he is, sitting in prison. The facts about the name and what of Barabbas made some of the brother which pushes him into the story of Jesus. And I remind you, every story in the gospel is about Jesus. Barabbas is a side character. Pilate annually released one of the prisoners to the prison to get the Passover feast. And this day, he already released him to Barabbas and murder of Jesus. called him He did not line up all the prisoners and say, pick them up. He only put these two on and offered them. For the crowd, it was more of a matter of condemning Jesus to them than it was to choose him to release Jesus and Barabbas. So that was their way to get rid of him. And this one gave them a simple way to do it. So that's what we know from the Gospels. Let's do some wandering beyond the Gospels and going beyond the stories of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We can imagine the people involved who are Jesus the key character, Pilate, the chief priest in the crowd. The person in this story is not clear to us, but it is Barabbas who shows up. How would Barabbas see this scene? What might be going on through his mind? It's something that I just wonder. There's no evidence that Barabbas witnessed it here. What if he did? We might find Barabbas stuck away in some dark, dirty dungeon that everyone knew that was death row in the Roman palace. We find him suddenly stirred by the sound of the soldiers coming his way as he hears their footsteps. He could hear the noise outside and knew something important was about to happen. Maybe his mind raced to this conclusion, well, this is it. Today, I may die. Then the soldiers were, were there, taking him out of his cell. They walked him up. The Roman troops led Barabbas through, up through Pilate's palace. He sees more and more light. That much light began to hurt his eyes, for he had not seen sunlight for weeks. The sound of the crowd grew louder and louder. At last, Barabbas was outside of the palace, standing there. He can see Pilate seated on the judge's seat. He knows that's not a good sign for him. He knows that this might be the end. Then he catches sight of the crowd. He knows many of the people in that crowd. These are people who watched him grow up in that city. Circle among the crowd are the Jewish leaders, and he knows who they are. But Barabbas wonders if they have come to see him condemned crucified that Finally, his eyes come to rest on the lone figure standing on the other side of Pilate. As he looks at this man, he wonders who he is. This man is dressed in a purple robe, robe and on his head is a crude crown made out of thorns. But what surprises Barabbas is that man seems so much to be As Barabbas stands before the crowd and remembers the Bible, he releases one prisoner every year at this time. In his hopes of being set free, lies for a as he looks at the other man. There's 
something different about that man. But the rabbis can't quite decide what that difference might be. Now Pilate stands and announces that he will set one of the prisoners free. Well, the rabbis of Jesus called Christ, he asked. Now the rabbis wonders what kind of man would claim that he was Messiah. Then the crowd begins to speak in one voice. They call his name Barabbas. Barabbas. It is he they want to release that day. He can't believe what he's hearing. The pilot asked the question a second time and calls Barabbas. They say it even more. Barabbas looks over at the other man who still seems to be at peace. Almost if he had known the outcome before this ordeal even started. For the first time, Barabbas thinks it should be me, not him. But finally, Pilate gives in to the crowd. He orders Barabbas to be released and for this Jesus to be flogged. The soldiers took his chains off Barabbas and tell him he can go. At first, he just stands there. Then he begins to walk down the steps of the palace. He's a bit fearful that this trial could fall apart for him. And that he might have to go back. But then he realizes that no one is paying attention to the cause. Their attention is fixed on what's happening to this man named Jesus. Barabbas tries to leave as fast as he can. He doesn't think it's safe to stay there very long. But as he started to walk away, the crowd begins to move toward this other man, now handled by the soldiers. The soldiers strip the clothes from their back and begin flogging him. It's a horrible sight. The sound of each quack causes Barabbas to flinch. He is seeming in where he stands. He can't keep from watching this man being flogged. For the second time, he thinks again, that should be me and not him. After they finished flogging the man, the soldiers brought out a cross. They put the cross on the man's back and headed him out to be crucified. Rather than escaping into the safety of the city, Barabbas found himself becoming part of the crowd following this man, Jesus, as he carries his cross toward his death. The crowd was full of curious people and others who were delighted that this man was finally going to be stopped from his interference from their religion. Barabbas stayed on the fringes of the crowd, still concerned that things would change for him. He had already been forgotten, and he was glad about that. Everyone's attention was on this man as he carried his cross through the city. Barabbas was surprised to find a lump in his throat and a tear running down his cheek. He was feeling sympathy for this man who was about to die. Again, he found himself thinking this. It should be me, and not him. One of the crowd kept following Jesus as he headed out of the place of crucifixion. Barabbas stood watching the group as they headed up the hill to the place of death. He was compelled to go up there with them. He arrived at the top of the hill just as the soldiers were making Jesus to the cross. Each time he heard the hammer hit, Barabbas cringed. The time, this time the thought came much faster. It should be me and not him. Then he leaned across him and saw with amazement how when this cross was put up, he heard the thunk as it went into the hole. Then he stood still, watching the man on the cross. 
He had heard him as he spoke. He was amazed that the man forgave those who were executing him. He heard him and saw him speak to his mother. He heard him as he spoke to one of the thieves and one of the other crosses. He stood for a long time. At one point, Barabbas was sure that this man Jesus was looking right at him. And he was afraid to look at the man on the cross, but he just couldn't keep from doing it. Then he watched as the man named Jesus died. A soldier poked a spear into the side of the man to make sure he was dead. And again, Barabbas just couldn't stop that thought coming in one more time. It should be me and not him. But then Barabbas realized that this man Jesus had died in his place. He had given his life for Barabbas' life. It was freedom from death. He waited a while. And he saw some men come and take Jesus' body down from the cross and take it to be buried. With that assurance, Barabbas headed back down the hill back to Jerusalem. As he walked inside, he wanted to find out who more about this man than Jesus. He would try to find some of Jesus' followers and ask them really who he was. He wanted to know what he could do to make up for this man who had died in his place. He had to know who this man was who had given his life in exchange for his. And one more time he thought, it should be me and not him. I had a very wise man tell me one time, when you read scripture, you can find yourself or your story in the scripture. Today, ladies and gentlemen, that is our story. We are Barabbas. We have been in a prison that we could not escape. It took the life of Jesus to take our place. Today it is up to us to say, it should have been me and not him. Let's pray. Father, we ask the blessings to you that we know for sure that your son gave all of himself to free us from sin, to free us from death. And for that we are grateful. And we confess it should have been us and not him. Amen.